Hey, yo, gang. On this episode, we're talking a franchise that punches in bunches, the Rocky movies. This is one of those franchises that means a whole lot to me. I've seen it so many damn times, from the time I was just a little motherfucker that could barely walk, up until a grown-ass old man today, and they're still pumping out sequels. We're going to go ahead and talk the Rocky movies from worst to first and all that shit in between. But first, let's jam. All I need some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. fine. Welcome to Guilty Pleasure Movies. I'm your host, Stephen Pfeiffer, and we're talking to one of my all-time favorite film franchises, the Rocky movies, and I absolutely love these movies. I mean, they started back in the late 70s when my dad was young. He fell in love with them, and years later, we watch them together and enjoy them, and years later, I'm watching them with my kids, and we're enjoying them together. So it's been pretty awesome to see how that, that character has continued to develop and they're still pumping out sequels. We have Creed 2 coming out in a couple weeks. And they're kind of going back to their roots in a way. They're going to bring back the Drago character. Dolph Lundgren's going to be there. I'm excited. It's his son taking on a Apollo Creed's son. So what the fuck are we to expect? I'm pretty excited to see how that all turns out. And obviously, and spoiler alert, Rocky Four, Drago killing off Apollo Creed. Not sure what's going to happen with their sons when they meet up. So... Pretty damn excited to go ahead and see that here pretty soon. But yeah, this is one of those characters I think a lot of people love. It's a well-known underdog story for sports. You know, go on the distance. You know, underdog, nobody knows who you are. Nobody's rooting for you at this point. And you got, you know, a well-loved sports hero that he's going up against. And, you know, a huge favorite. And he goes a distance and doesn't lose. And I think we can all appreciate that kind of a story. And I think we've all been there at some point, you know, maybe not in a sports match of any kind, but just in a daily life event even. And so I think we can appreciate how that turns out and just to see how Rockies continue to have success and go through some hard times. And it's weird how realistic they've made the character outside of Hollywood. I mean, there obviously is the real statue in Philadelphia, and I'll let that slide. That's kind of cool. I mean, they had to make it for the film, so why not fucking leave it? But then, they, you know, what... With what ESPN's done and all these weird documentaries and kind of real life what ifs and if he fought this man and this person, this fighter, like who gives a shit? Just leave it to the writers, leave it to Hollywood. We don't need anything else beyond that. I appreciate what Stallone's trying to do for the character, but just leave it for the big screen. Plain and simple. I mean, Rocky is a cool Hollywood underdog story. Enough said on that. But, you know... A lot of the sequels are somewhat stupid. I mean, there's a lot of low lights in there, but that's that is kind of expected, you know, from sequels in any franchise. But it's kind of you know regained some steam, you know, years later with some of these newer films. They really 
thought out the fucking plots and the stories, and they did a great job. But we'll go ahead and talk specifics when we get into the rankings. We're going to start with worst, go down to the first, tuck all that shit in between. But there are seven films in the franchise currently, and so I'll go ahead and start with number seven. And on that one, I think a lot of people will agree with me on this. It's Rocky Five, And this is just the film in the franchise that is not doesn't feel like the Rocky character at times. Obviously, that end fight being a street fight is, I think, what really kills the, the vibe of it all and just kills that buzz. You're like, what the fuck? This has just gotten ridiculous at, at this point. And for me, I'll start with some of the good. I really like, you know, that we get to see Rocky and his real-life son, uh, something it's Sage Stallone, R.I.P., you know, you know, getting out there and, come on, Dad, come on, Dad. I just love this, the, the sincerity of that character. You can really feel the love for Stallone and his fucking son, and so it's great. And I really love to see a real fighter out there. You know, Tommy Morrison as Tommy Gunn, R.I.P. to his character. You know, he's not the best actor by any fucking means, but you could see that his fights looked awesome on screen. He did a great job, and he had some charisma on the, uh, you know, when he was there on the screen. So I really thought, you know, he stood out. He did a great job. Obviously, the mullet, the fucking Jerry Curl, Jerry Curl mullet is fucking way outdated, but who knows? I hear the mullets are making a pretty strong comeback, so... And I really like the opening scene. You at least get some, you know, continuity from number four. You know, they have a few flashbacks, and it really shows the impact that that movie had as far as the damage, that, the toll that the Rocky character took from that. So I thought that was kind of cool. And we, you know, we need to see what happened, and they always have some kind of a tie-in from the previous film. So that was great that they did it that way. And it was sad to see it, you know, how he all kind of turned out. He lost all his fucking money. He basically. Had to live in this small ass, you know, shitty neighborhood and a small house that is, and but it's you know he got to go back to his roots and Rocky never really looked, you know, he was a, he's a glass half full kind of guy at all times. You can just tell that. But you know, like I said, the street fight at the end was just too much for me. I love that he was a, a trainer that made the most sense with you know what's he, he's had to endure at that point and he just can't continue to fight so. And his son is, a little, son is a little too young to really pass the torch to as a you know an amateur or a professional fighter. So you know why not go after you know the number one talent out there, Tommy Gunn, and he does a great job. And so I really thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was definitely the best part. You know, Rocky is the trainer. Just kind of made the most sense by the fifth fucking film in the movie in the franchise. But <laughs> the Don King ripoff, my God, that was garbage. I love to see when Stallone just knocked the shit out of him. Rocky just fucking laid one out and didn't give a damn he's like you know what what are you gonna sue me i ain't got shit at this point motherfucker so i thought i really thought that moment was cool but the character fucking sucked it was i guess it was fitting for the time but my god it was it is just terrible to watch nowadays and obviously the music another thing that really dates this film just being garbage 90s soundtrack bullshit it's just it's horrible it's like this rap Techno, I don't know what it is. It's just nonsense, and I thought it was terrible. And, I mean, maybe the montage at the end with the credits rolling and he gets an Elton John fucking song in there, and even that I didn't really care for, but I at least like to see, you know, all the good shit from the movies beforehand, so you're like, God damn, I, I just want to watch any of the movies before this nonsense ever happened. So Rocky Five for me is coming in at the bottom of the barrel at number seven. On to number six. And there may be some surprise picks in here, but I'm going to go with Rocky Balboa. And for me, it was just a little bit too depressing overall. I mean, obviously, you know, Rocky's much older 
real life, or, you know, life fucking happens. I mean, I want to say real life because it's, once again, a character in a Hollywood film. But, hell, you got to be realistic, and that character, we've seen him develop over time, and shit happens to him, and so obviously, you know, something's going to happen, you know, since serious, and death does occur, you know, and as old as they were, it was to be expected in a weird way, but it was, for me, it was a little bit too much. Um, the film was kind of filmed in a dark way when the Rocky character was, you know, in his neighborhoods, and so that to me was just like, God, they're just making this two guy named Sad at times, but overly dramatic. And I did like some of the different elements to what, you know, the Rockies restaurant, Adrian's. I thought that was really cool. I mean, that's great. If he's not fighting, he's got it. He's doesn't, he obviously, you wouldn't think he'd be a businessman, kind of how dumb the character is made out to be in the early films. But I thought that was great that they, you know, had all the fucking pictures hanging up, all the good old days, and that he was really, he could mingle with all of his customers and people liked his story. So I thought that was a really big highlight of the film and just overall glad Rocky's back it had been a long fucking time since we had seen Rocky on the big screen and you know his previous you know portrayal was not very good in Rocky 5 so it was great to see him come back and some you know the production quality at times it looked pretty good you know obviously you know getting in what was it HBO or whatever you know with the film and all that or the fights so they made it a big goddamn deal you could tell there was a big budget there and I thought it was like I said, it was dark at times, but it was well shot. It was well directed and edited and all that shit. But overall, I did not like, you know, the Mason Dixon character. I just thought that was bullshit. He, to me, was not really a character I, I really cared about either way. Yeah, they made him be the number one fighter, but he was just some asshole. Like, you know, just, just like, you know, Floyd Mayweather is kind of obviously the first thing I thought of. But I'm like, I don't give a shit. He, you know, fuck him. This guy... They didn't, I don't know, they just didn't, he didn't have enough lines for him to really develop any kind of real personality. And I, I think, I, I think it said, I think it was HBO, but I don't, I liked how they had that element in a weird way that it made it seem, you know, it looked like high value, but I don't like how they were making this Rocky character overly real and shit. And it just felt like it was very meta or whatever, you know, I, and I don't like that, I thought that was stupid, that was too much of a turn and whatnot for the franchise, so that kind of was a huge negative for me, but yeah, overall, I just didn't like the final fighter overall, so I thought that was just kind of a big negative, he didn't stand out enough compared to some of the previous villains from the other installments, so to me, Rocky Six, it's not a terrible film, but it's got to fall somewhere on the list, so it falls at number six, number five, I'm going with Rocky 2, and this is not a bad movie by any means, but to me, eh, it's a little bit stale overall. It's a little bit too much like the first in a way, a little bit recycled, if you will. It's kind of bland at times, and I don't care for Rocky as a spokesman. I don't want him trying to sell me fucking a Dodge pickup or whatever the fuck. I don't care. I thought that was dumb, and... I, some of the things like I did like, we'll go ahead and talk about some of the good, because like I said, it's not a terrible fucking shit film, but yeah, Rocky wins, spoiler alert, in the end fight, I thought that was great, that was the obvious twist you needed, and just the way that it was very dramatic and in slow-mo, and uh, the, they both fall down the same exact time, and Rocky's the one that gets up, so that was kind of cool to see. The love story continuing, you know, they had to bring back the Adrian character to see where that developed, and, you know, 
I really liked the opening scene at the hospital. I thought that was great. How I, I love continuity when it just picks up right from where the last film took off and they don't go in some stupid direction and don't explain anything. So I thought that was great. It just picked up right where it left off. They had the fucking bruises and the cuts all over. And, you know, Rocky kind of shows his respect to Apollo and they kind of they talk to each other in the hospital. So I thought that was really kind of cool how it just picked up right where it left off. And just the overall friendship of these guys develop when it's all said and done. And the mutual respect even between them was great. So it was cool that they're going to bring back Apollo. Uh, because, you know, we didn't Rocky didn't win in the first one. Spoiler alert there. But it was great to see that, you know, why not have a rematch? We all love that first one and the way that it turned out when the final, you know, the, in the end fight. And with a draw, we need a clear winner. And even Apollo was wanting that. And so Rocky, you know, I don't think he was really ready for it, didn't quite want it. But he, he took it on, and he ended up winning that shit. So that was great to see him finally overcome all the odds. And he did it. So Rocky two for me, comes in at number five. On to number four, we're going with Creed. And this is the newest installment at this point. And I know a lot of people might be like, what the fuck, man? This is a damn good movie. And I agree. But I like some of the other ones a list a little bit more. And I love the acting in this film. I thought it was great. Michael B. Jordan is phenomenal, obviously. He did a phenomenal job. He just looks the part, of course, too. He's he's just, you know, he's he's built like a fighter. So I thought that really worked well. He you know, he worked, you know, you know, to become this character basically before they started filming and really trained for it hard. And you can tell he did a great job. The fight sequences look amazing. And I really do like the new direction they went with this franchise. You know, Rocky and the Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa film. It was just he lost that final match, but we all just kind of gave him a, a huge standing ovation as he, you know, kind of walked out and you know walked off into the sunset or whatever. But in this one, you know, he we don't want to see him fight again. Fuck that. We already you know gave him his applause. You know, motherfucker, you had your fifteen minutes of fame. You know, give it up. And so I thought it was great. You know. He's kind of caught off guard with Apollo Creed's son coming in and saying, hey, I know who the fuck you are, and I want you to fucking train me, and I want to be the best, because you were the best. You know, you got to learn from, you know, to be the best, you got to learn from the best, that is. So, and I thought it was a great direction. You know, he was a trainer in the previous installment in Rocky V, so why not kind of have that element come back? And I thought that was phenomenal, the way they did it. And it was just, once again, great production, it was great music. You know, the films nowadays, they have they give them big budgets, and you can really tell they try to make the most with these characters and, you know, really bring the Rock character to, to life a little too much for me. It's kind of strange and bizarre, but I still appreciate it in its own fucking strange way. But, yeah, this movie, it looks great, but, eh, I didn't really like the final fighter in this particular film either. I th- felt like they've done a shitty job with these newer films, so that's why I'm so excited the Drago character is coming back and it's his son. It's a final fighter I think we'll actually give a shit about. And this one, you know, he loses early on, but he gets no redemption for it, and so that kind of leaves that sour taste in my mouth. I really wanted to fight that guy. That was the fucking number one fighter or whatever. This other schmuck, fuck him, who cares? He sucks. The film does drag at times. It's one of the longer films in the whole fucking franchise. I think it might even be the longest. And it just feels it. Obviously, you know, kind of having a whole new turn and a whole new direction. And not really even being, you know, having the Rocky in the title. So it's kind of its own new thing altogether. But it's still part of the franchise. They had to do more character development, though, obviously. You have to explain who, you know, you know Michael B. Jordan's character is. Kind of where he got to be 
at this point why he wants to go see Rocky and just how that all transpires and what it does transpire to and what it does transpire into that is is a bunch of nonsense to me at times I did not like you know Rocky being on this big old you know just sick fest and just being you know I I didn't like that I didn't like how fucking decrepit he was becoming it was very depressing I hated to see that kind of shit I I mean maybe they felt like it was necessary you know from a script point, but I really didn't agree with it. I thought it was dumb. Just make him an older man. Maybe he's already having, you know, going through harder times with more losses in his life. He doesn't need to be dying of cancer. Fuck that. You know what I mean? That's, we don't want to see that happen to Rocky. You know, that, I mean, they're making it a little bit too real life once again. I don't like that kind of shit. So I thought that, that sucked. But it was great to see Rocky overcome that. He always, you know, takes on the odds, you know, head fucking first, and doesn't give a shit, he's gonna give it all he has, and he fucking wins, and I love that part, but it was just too much depressing bullshit, that's the problem they've had with these newer installments, they're overly dramatic, I get it, you wanna have a serious tone, because some of the previous sequels were slightly cheesy, if you will, but to me, it's a little bit too much, I like how the Rocky character's done, but there's just no much, there's not a lot of fun, there's not any humor, at time, most of the time, and that's what's really missing, I think, with these newer films, and so I hope, well, this new one, you know, bringing back Dolph Lundgren, maybe they just have some strange nods to that Rocky Four film, maybe just have a few jokes, maybe have some of the quotes, just something that'll kind of give you at least a chuckle out of it, so, because that's what these newer films, I think, are really missing, but Creed, still a pretty good movie, you know, coming at number four on the list. Number three, and this is, to me, one of my favorites, so it was kind of hard to place this film where it was, because I absolutely love it, you know, from beginning to end, it does have some shit points, but Rocky 3 comes in at number 3 for me, and who doesn't love Eye of the Tiger, that is still one of those timeless classic songs that has lived on, and is going to continue to live on, that's a fucking awesome song, you can get pumped up to any situation, you're having a bad day, you're going to be feeling great, you're ready to take on anything, and and I and I just love that song. I thought felt like it had that really made the movie. That's what really kind of stood out. And there's lots of other good things about it. Of course, I like how you know they had to go a new direction with Apollo. I felt it was necessary, but we still liked how they developed somewhat of a friendship and like I said, that respect between Rocky and him. So why not make him tr- have him be the trainer of Rocky? I felt that was great. He kind of taught him speed, footwork, and just different little things that Rocky didn't quite have that was he was missing from his little skill set. And I thought that was awesome to see. Um, I liked the twist with Mickey dying. It was sad. It sucked. But it was it was necessary. You know, the actor, god damn, you know, that guy was, you know, you could tell he was on his last leg. And so they had to do something. They had to write him off. And it was sad, obviously, and but I thought it was great. And the twist with Rocky losing... You know, to Mr. T, you know, the first time around, in pretty quick fashion, he had a lot, obviously Rocky had a lot on his mind, worrying about Mickey and the locker room, if he was, what was going on health-wise, comes back after he loses and sees Mickey dies. That sucked, and you're only halfway into the goddamn film at that point. And so it was kind of great to see just the twists and the different elements with the training with Apollo. And I like the buff look of Rocky in this movie. This movie. You know, Stallone really fucking went at it hard at this point. He was a chiseled motherfucker. He's not a giant dude. He's like, what, 5'8", I want to say, or some shit. 
But, you know, with low camera angles, this dude looks like a beast. I mean, he, it doesn't matter. He's just, he's fucking ripped in this movie, and I thought that was great. Previous installments, he's a little bit chubby or whatever. He's not, he's just not built like this, and I thought that was great. I was thought that was just a good new look for the, the character, him being this icon that he was, and... You know, in Rocky Two, he was some spokesman that sucked. But by the time Rocky Three came out, he comes out. He's just, he's everywhere. God damn, he's everywhere. Now cameras all in his face. He's paparazzi's favorite person to follow around practically. But you know, to me, and I love Mr. T. I thought that was great. And as a kid, I love to see Hulk Hogan on there. But as I've gotten older, I think Thunderlips is very stupid. <laughs> and I think that's kind of the big downfall of the movie. It's really silly. I mean, it was cool to see, you know, Hogan wasn't even a big name at this point, so I don't know why they really felt it was something necessary to even have as part of the movie. You know, having some wrestler come in and mixing in, you know, the WWF with fucking boxing. Stupid, it didn't make any damn sense. And it just stuck out like a sore thumb. It's still entertaining as hell, don't get me wrong, but it was fucking garbage. And the overall end fight, as great as it is to see Rocky win, it was a little underdramatic, and that's kind of the thing with, you know, between the two fights, obviously that's a length of what we'd see in a normal end fight in these films, but it was, each one was a little, you know, him losing was dramatic, so we had to see that, and you have to do it in quick fashion, don't need that drawn out. But this this end fight, I mean, it was kind of interesting to see that it was, yeah, he fucking dominated, but it was like, and it was a little bit, you know, a little too quick paced, it was just a little bit like, oh, it's already over, okay, cool, Rocky wins, awesome. So it was this, to me it was a little bit underdramatic. So there was to me a few low points. So that's obviously why it's not higher on the list. But it's still an awesome film. I think some people might even rank it as one of their favorites. But to me, like I said, it, Rocky Three comes in at number three. On to number two, and this is where things are going to get kind of shaken up a little bit, and the surprises are really going to hit. For me, I'm going with Rocky One here as number two on my list, and. I mean, like I said, it is the greatest underdog story of all time. The training scenes that we get are awesome, you know, with him chasing chickens and climbing the stairs and punching the beef carcasses. That is phenomenal. And it's just facing this huge, you know, favorite in Apollo Creed that's his major sports hero at the time and a you know, the champion and, you know, the most well-trained athlete in the world practically and had all the advancements of technology and the best trainers in the world that money could buy. And here Rocky is fucking in a meat locker punching fucking beef ribs, basically. It's like, what the fuck? And this dude's going to go off to the champ. But it's cool, you know. He's just, why not? And we, you know, outside of the fight, we get, you know, personality from the character. We get character development. We see Rocky have a love interest in Adrian. We see him, you know, fighting at little shit-in bars at the beginning of this film for probably 15 bucks, basically, and, you know, probably has to give that for his locker fee, so it doesn't even goddamn matter at that point. But they're just lovable characters. You know, Rocky, you know, isn't even just a fight. That's not even really his job, honestly. That's just kind of his hobby at that point. And so he just kind of does it because he loves it, and he's not half bad at it. He gets his face beat in, throughout but he he just doesn't go down and i think that's great he's just a he's just a tough motherfucker so we can all appreciate that the reason this film though comes in at number two and i know a lot of people probably put it at the the top because you know 
typically the first movies are the best. And I'm not saying this movie sucks or it's bad. It's going to have some low points, and that's why it is number two and not number one. And for me, those reasons are it's a little boring at times. And I, once again, those times are probably because of character development. I'm a weirdo. Sometimes older movies just have lower quality to me in a weird way. And I don't, I'll sit through them. Films like, you know, the original Halloween. They're a little grainy because they're older film or whatever. But this one is just boring. It does have that old production value look to it. Just a low budget almost. But hell, they did a great job. It's won Oscars. It's one of the most well-known characters and stories. And just this, the first movie itself is absolutely beloved. And it's one of those movies you must see before you die for sure. I prefer the the fucking buff Rocky. I don't know what it is, you know, <laughs> but it just I just to me just being chubby Rocky, you know, with love handles Rocky to me, eh, I don't give a shit. I don't want to see that. He just he needs a haircut in this movie. He looks like shit half the goddamn time. Like he hasn't showered all goddamn week, and I don't like the mafia side story. To me, that was too much. That was dumb where he's breaking thumbs for motherfuckers if they don't give up money. I just didn't like that. I thought that was silly. I mean, being, you know, in you know the mean streets of Philadelphia or whatever, I could see why they'd want to tie that in. But this isn't New York City, goddammit. Why are you doing... Why are you? do you feel the need for Rocky to do that? He already works getting jobs at beef factories and shit. We don't need to have him working for the mafia, breaking thumbs. So to me, I thought, eh, this film, they did too much with the character at times. And, you know, in later sequels, obviously, they focused more on just him being a a fighter and just maybe even a family man. Whereas this one, they just kind of had to, you know, give him the whole goddamn background. I was like, this is just too much at times. But, you know, the original Rocky, like I said, it's it's very well beloved. It's a great movie, one best picture of the year. And it's it's what's allowed this franchise to continue to to go on and develop and keep making sequels and, and movies that are great. And it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's, I love the, the first Rocky film, but to me, it's not number one. It is number two on my list. And obviously, that only leaves one film left, and at number one is Rocky Four. And to me, as cheesy as this film is, and I get it, some people would probably put it near the bottom, and I get it. I don't give a shit. I fucking love this movie. And I even did a poll a while back on Facebook that, I had, that said, hey, which movie do you like better, Rocky Three or Four? obvious choice even though both movies are great they're both of the sequels to me obviously on my list are the best but i think it's just one of those movies that we all know we've all seen probably or at least know of and when we think of a rocky movie to me i mean outside the underdog story you think of a rocky sequel i should say this is what i think of you think of just him flaunting his shit him going in there hanging out with Apollo or whatever, and just kicking ass and taking names. That's what this is. I mean, we get some good twists, though, and that's probably one of the biggest things I like about this film. One of the the sadder points, you know, with Apollo dying at the hands of Drago, to me, it, it sucks to see that character die off like that, but it was time. I thought that was, it was well-timed, even, to be honest. I thought that was... The way they continue to develop these characters, you know, Mickey dying in number three, once again, they, they timed it at the, the perfect perfect point. This one, you got to bring back Apollo because we want to see what happens. They're best goddamn buddies at this point. They're, they're the BFFs. You know, they're both rich fucking 
douchebags or whatever, but, you know, it was great to see how they had that twist, and I really appreciated that. I was sad to see, obviously, once again on screen, but it was necessary. It worked well. It gave a motivating factor. It gave, you know, it really allowed you to hate the villain, the villain fucking Drago even more. You know, even Dolph Logan, he's awesome in this fucking role. He is a monster. He's menacing. He's huge. Just beefed out. He's a fucking monster once again. So, yeah, it was it was fucking insane to see that happen and just his one-liners, you know. They're really quotable film as well, so I think that also is part of it. But to me, the, the soundtrack, the training montages, that, you know, the soundtrack that goes with those scenes is awesome. You know, Hearts on Fire is fin- fantastic. And, you know, it's just awesome. I think there's just so many good songs on this particular soundtrack. I think they even bring back Eye of the Tiger, you know, the recap, you know, number three, all that shit. So it's cool just to see that, once again, continuity, to see what's, you know, transpired with the Rocky character. You know, he's rich as shit at this point. You know, he's beaten all the best, but he hasn't beaten the best from overseas. And so that's who they bring on over, you know, with all the shit going on with the, the USSR back then, Russia, whatever. It just made sense. And so it was a great fight. It was a great, you know, bad guy character in Drago. I thought it was really well done. I thought it was a great buildup. And the end fight is fantastic. It's just... It's a, it's probably, you know, the best part of the whole goddamn movie. And this movie is actually not that long. And I think that's probably another good point about it because it just zips by. You know, it's, you know, even if you're starting to kind of be like, eh, well, it doesn't matter because, fuck, there's a, some more action coming up in a goddamn second. So it's just all over the place, but not in a bad way. It does have a decent flow to it. But I love the infight overall just because, you know, you see the damage that Rocky takes. And he's really met his match at this point. But he, you know, catches a second wind, obviously, at some point. And even Drago's like, God damn, this dude is tough. Just made a fucking steal or whatever. And so, it's back and forth. It's a great infight. I think it's better than any of the the original ones, honestly, to me. I think, I felt like this was more dramatic. And, you know, they, they skip through the rounds pretty quickly, but... With it being as long of a fight as it is, I didn't care. I thought it was really well done. You know, they show the toll these guys have taken. And it was just, had a great soundtrack going in the background. So there's just all these high points for the end fight. You know, great buildup. You know, great twist. And, you know, more of what's happening with, you know, Rocky's a family man. I love that part of it, too. I'm a family man, so I like to see kind of how great of a dad he is. You know, he's a he's a great husband in a way. And he's really, he, he's good to his lady you know, he's grateful for what she does, and to me, though, the low point of this movie is kind of Adrian, Adrian's kind of a bitch, and she's not very supportive, and I get it, you know, Drago's a tough motherfucker, but she just kind of sucks in this this film, she just kind of seems like she's not really a gold digger, but she's just enjoying milking that cow a little too damn much, it feels like, and so I didn't really like her character a lot in this film, whereas in previous installments, you, you love her, this one, she's not, not terrible, but just kind of kind of over Adrian at this point. She was just kind of a bitch. So, and the sex robot or whatever the fuck that thing that Polly gets. My God, that was disgusting. So, it was interesting to see at the time. You know, very short circuit esque, but it was really advanced fucking robot even for today's standards. That thing was cool looking, 
But the way that Polly went back and reprogrammed it was disgusting and creepy. And so that sex robot didn't really feel necessary. Just another way for Rocky to flaunt his goddamn money around. Oh, after he fucking, you know, buffers out all the little... He waxes his goddamn Porsche or what his fucking weekend vehicle. So I, that's another low point. Rocky's a little too rich. I get it. He's, a, he's the number one fighter. But goddamn, I don't think fighters were making that much money back in the 80s. They might have been, but it was just... He doesn't need to be in a mansion. I mean, he doesn't seem like a very humble guy at this point. And so that's one of the things I didn't like. He's just... He's a little bit, you know... Too, you know, too high in his own shit, basically, or whatever. So, the James Brown concert, you know, was god awful to me. I mean, he's a great musician, don't get me wrong, but it was just cheesy as fuck. Unnecessary. Obviously, you want to make a grand entrance, but to me, I'm like, it just went on a little too long. And even though this movie is not maybe beyond 90 minutes, fuck, trim it down another minute or two because that shit went on way the fuck too long didn't like that particular song. It wasn't horrible necessarily, but I was like, that's by far the worst song on the soundtrack. And the whole scene is just garbage. And the final speech at the end, I mean the great the fight was great, but that final speech was fucking cheesy as shit. Maybe it's just because it's a dated thing and obviously it doesn't it's irrelevant by today's standards in a sense. I mean not necessarily because he has a great message but for the people specifically that he's talking to, you know, U.S. versus Russia at that point was fucking just it was just over the top. It was a little bit too much of a political message they were trying to present for this fucking movie. Not a direction I really felt like they needed to go. It was brief, obviously, short and sweet. But I was like, eh, a little too much. Let's stick to the yo, Adrian, I did it. Uh, yeah. So just stick with that shit and you'll be all right. But Rocky Four, my favorite Rocky of the franchise. It comes in at number one. So I'm excited to go ahead and see what happens with Creed 2. Don't know where that's going to fall in the rankings. Hopefully it's really high because, like I said, some of these later installments haven't been that great. They're great production, but a little depressing at times. And don't always have a great, you know, lead villain. And But in this new one, I'm excited to see the Drago character coming back. Him being, you know, my favorite, you know, lead villain from all the all the movies. I think he's even better than Creed in the first, Apollo Creed in the first one, to be honest, so... He's just menacing and he's badass. Doesn't he, you know? He doesn't have to be, you know. He's a strong, silent type, I guess you could say. So, but the Rocky franchise, like I said, it's one of those ones that I just I'm always gonna love, and I'm always gonna have you know a soft spot for them. And you know, their guilty pleasures is because I've seen them way the fuck too many times and know them by heart practically. And they're just these movies that you know they continue to live on forty plus years later, and. We're always excited to see what's going to happen. To see, we're always excited to see what happens with the Rocky character, where he develops and continues to go on. So I'm excited to see the newest one to be continued on that. And so yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to my Rocky rankings. Let me know where you'd place them at. What you think overall? You know, message me on Facebook at Guilty Pleasure Movies or tweet me at uh, GPM Podcast if you're on Twitter. So yeah. And I had a great time ranking these movies. I went back and rewatched a couple of them and just was like, yeah, they're fucking cheesy as shit, but they're great. I love them. They're fucking awesome. Stallone is phenomenal. So, you, so I did it. But yeah, so we're, I'm going to try to squeeze in one more episode here in the month of October. It's kind of the theme this month has just been rankings, the ranking October. So 
some Shocktober rankings. That's what these are, Shocktober rankings. But I think what I'm going to do is probably we're nearing you know, the end of the month, the finish line, the last day of the month being Halloween. I'm going to try to squeeze in a scary ranking of one of the franchises I love. You know, I already did the Elm Street ones. Go back and catch that if you haven't already. The second favorite slasher franchise has got to be, you know, you know, based on Halloween, the date, the holiday, is the Halloween franchise. I love Michael Myers. You know, Jason's great. He's probably third on the list for me. But Michael Myers, I feel like those films just go in a little bit different directions at times. Way different directions, of course. But I'm going to go ahead and try to go squeeze in that last episode before the end of the month. And that's going to be on the Halloween rankings for that particular franchise. So stay tuned for that to be continued. I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to this episode. And like I said, let me know what you think on the Rocky rankings. We got my list. Let me do a quick recap just in case. From 7 to 1, we got Rocky 5, Rocky Balboa, Rocky 2, Creed, Rocky 3, Rocky, and Rocky 4. So that's from worst to first. So let me know what you guys think. But yeah, thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate all the feedback and the support. Hopefully you guys had a great time. Until next time, gang, though, to be continued.